that indeed will bring us to episode one, week one recap. You are here with your commissioner, Brovi, sitting currently in eighth place, and our fearless host, Derek, a.k.a. Trailer Trash, sitting in tenth place. And I feel very, very much like Trailer Trash. Um, yeah. Not a good week for either one of us. Um, it, yep. If you can't tell, the weather here today is actually mirroring our week one performances. I, I think it is um, absolutely appropriate for us <laughs> to uh, just record this in the downpour. Yep. Fuck it. Yeah. And that song, appropriately enough, is to commemorate my name change. Um, and what's that song called? I uh, blank it Space. Stacy. Blank Space. Yeah, I believe she was going to announce it on here, but she's doing the mom thing. So yep. um, she, she with the uh, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift duo, has named her team Taylor Swift. And uh, anytime she hands out a 50-point ass whooping, she will be using a Taylor Swift song to change her name. So. Yep. Uh, in, the first one, one is Blank Space <laughs> in week one. We in also got another 50-point victory uh, from Jake over Jeff. Yep. And Jake used his 8-year-old pea brain and <laughs> named it, uh, what did he name it exactly? Pickle in my butthole. <laughs> it, it really rolls off the tongue, yeah, too, yeah. now that I say it aloud for the first time. <laughs> and it's, So it's a lot more funny. And Jeff somehow managed, I think, to fuck it up and put like a, a closed parenthesis at the end of it. <laughs> Um, As only he which could. Is, yep, that's classic Jeff to <laughs> basically follow your, the instructions, but not quite. He fucked it up a little bit. Um, we got a couple different name changes. We'll, I guess we'll touch on that when we get to the matchup. Sure, right? yeah. So yep. let, let's just get this one out of the way. Stacy absolutely clubbed me. I'm lucky it wasn't by 100 points. She, so she, I think it was Sunday night, and she still had a couple Rams guys, Henderson and Robert Woods, and then Tucker on Monday. And she was doing the math on what she could, uh, what she needed to get to the 100 point mark. And I said, oh. let's just relax. And so she ended up with 210. Obviously, a great night uh, day for her. Yeah, that, you know, nothing I really could have done. Not one player think. in single digits, including her defense and kicker. Everybody mm-hmm. was in double digits, led by Tyreek Hill's 38 points. Yep. Um, Tyler Lockett with 27. Hawkinson with 25. Yeah, great yep. day for him. Great yep. day for Swift. Swift as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't. And, ba- and honestly, not a great day. Not a great day from Robert Woods, um, with only 12.4. I do think he right. had. Yeah, he had a touchdown on three catches for 27 yeah. yards. Excluding her, we'll call special teams kicker and defense. Um, Woods was her lowest. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's just, like, solid the whole way through. Yeah. It's exactly what you dream of every week. Unfortunately for you, Mike Evans was kind of the third fiddle in that offense yeah. as far as receivers go. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just that's the risk you take with having a Buccaneers receiver. You're, you're probably not going to be certain on which one's going to be the best one. There's definitely going to be weeks where Mike Evans has 20 points. Right. Uh, so you can't be you know mad at the pick. You've just got to yeah. trust the process. Robert Tunyon with... 2.8 points in that pathetic Green Bay performance, which we'll touch on plenty of times. Yep. Um, yeah, <laughs> obviously nothing you're – anything there that you're happily surprised with? Anybody on your bench well, that you uh, are happy how they're looking? No happy surprises at all, to be honest with you. Um, well, uh, no, I take that back. Uh, Devontae Smith, I was encouraged, I think, by his performance. Sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, like you said with Mike Evans, that's going to be – Maybe every three weeks he really yeah, pops yep. off, but I am expecting more than five point four. Yeah, you hope for maybe like seven catches for fifty yards being his down game, yeah. rather than three for twenty four. Metcalf, he must have caught a touchdown that really, yeah, okay, he did. Yeah, so that really salvaged his. Day. I thought he was lower than sixteen points. Um, and then Alvin Kamara, I was watching that game. 
he got off to such a hot start. I was they like, okay, he might pop off. Yeah, and then I guess they benched him later that, on. That's the and, one thing with him that yeah. is, um, I think most times the games are going to be more competitive, although maybe their defense is something really special. But I think whenever they get up, because of how much they're going to have to lean on him, when they're they gonna get up, they're going to save him. Yeah. Yep. That's probably true. Um, um, so something I'm going to do for each one of these matchups is for the winning team, I'm going to give out their MVP or you know best performance or whatever. Maybe not. Obviously, yep. Tyree Kill scored the most points for her, but I believe, in my opinion, the MVP for her team is TJ Hawkinson. 25 okay. points out of one of the non-top three tight ends, although people yep. say Hawkinson's in that 4-5 range. But to get that performance out of a tight end uh, that isn't t- uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, you're very, very happy and encouraged with that. Yep. I agree. Him or Swift, honestly. Yeah, Swift was a good performance, too. You're, you're, they blew their I did say after the, the draft, Stacy said, well, how'd I do? And I, no, I'm pretty good. And what didn't you like? And I said, oh, DeAndre Swift. Yeah. And so I was wrong so far, week you're one. wrong week one. That's the thing. It's only week one, folks. It'll be fine. It uh, might be fine. Let's move on. Let's get yours out of the way then. Huh? Yeah, let's do it <laughs> while we're doing it. And, uh, and the thing is, <laughs> it's 131.56 to 108.82. So I didn't really take an ass whooping per se, you know, no, yeah. by over just yep. a slight bit over 20 points. But <laughs> yeah. as the rain picks up here, we might take a brief pause. So hang with us. Yep, hang with us. <laughs> so um, obviously, your biggest dud was Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Tell um, me about it. How about you just? You might as well just do your little do a deep dive on that on the Packers as so, a whole if you want. So. <laughs> I know the Saints are a solid team. Um, actually, I was kind of down on them. think they're probably maybe the third best team in that division going into the season, although they've proved that they are pretty solid. Um, good defense, definitely, although they're without a couple guys this weekend. They've got some COVID issues, so they may, you know, they might lay an egg this week. But mm-hmm. the Packers' offense especially just totally did not perform. None of the guys you drafted to be successful had any amount of success. Um, Aaron Rodgers looked pathetic. Worst performance of his career, or one of the bottom three, from what I recall. Yeah. Um, but silver lining, they played Detroit on Monday night. He's going to throw for no less than 111 touchdowns. So <laughs> I'm expecting like 700 fantasy points, a little makeup from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But obviously that is the most disappointing. Looking at my team, Tyler Boyd was disappointing. 6.2 points out of a guy who's. Generally, a PPR guy who has a good floor, he didn't hit that floor. Yeah. And then the Colts with the pretty bad day at four points. Everybody else on my team, though, in double figures. Double figures, but Eckler with only 11. Right. You definitely expect him more And Eckler only because he had that touchdown. He had zero catches, wow. which is the reason you draft him. You wow. draft him because he's a PPR what? guy. Um, but I didn't know that. That's yeah. In the last drive of the remarkable. game, they, they got the ball back with like six minutes left yeah. and needed to run the clock out. Yeah. And uh, the way I heard it described was they threw the clock out. They didn't run the ball. They threw the ball to wow. Keenan Allen and moved the sticks. They converted five third downs on the final drive. Sheesh. So that's that's something that I was hoping to avoid. That, I was hoping that checkdowns would be Eckler. That, and they will be, right? That's they not will be. Some, that's I'm not. not 11 no points out of Eckler is probably going to be one of his bottom three games yep. on the year. I think he's got a good floor most weeks. Yeah. Other than that, nothing really stood out to me. I mean, yeah. some, like, digs with 15, that's fine. DJ Moore with 15, that's fine. Right. Chris Carson with 12, I mean, that's not... You want him to maybe be a little bit more. David Montgomery, a great night on Monday, uh, yeah. Sunday Night Football. Yeah. Uh, and he looks like he's got some Dude, juice. he looks good. He, he looks, looks He good. was hitting yeah. the holes. 
Um, yeah, he looked really good. Um, you want to talk cover Ethan's side of this? Yeah, I mean, he had a few standouts, of course. Uh, looks like Russell Wilson did really well, and as you were saying, Keenan Allen really feasted. Uh, 19 points, I'm assuming that means he had, what, eight catches? Nine for, for 100. <laughs> Nine for 100, there you go. Uh, and then, uh, let's see. I mean, he... What what happened is Eth basically got lucky playing you. And, um, and he played Antonio Brown, which like I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure the first week most people would have fired up AB. He played he played him out of uh, probably you know more necessity than anything. Yep. Uh, but I do I do like the play even probably all year. I, now, I've yeah, been hearing, forward, I yeah. had been hearing stuff in preseason about him looking good, and you know you never know what to trust when you hear that right. stuff because. Uh, but that one panned out, and actually looking at it now, Miles Sanders, although he's questionable, he he outperformed his projection. Yeah, and he he's another guy um, that looked like he had a little more juice than he did last year. Yeah. Um, I remember I remember on red zone seeing one big play where he I don't know if it was wow. a catch or a run, but he you know had a hit the hole and looked fast. So yeah, and I'm seeing on Ethan's bench now Mike Williams, who had 12 targets, eight catches of his own for in a touchdown. I wonder if moving forward he'll consider starting both those well, guys if that's how that the, offense is going to work. And obviously, as me being a Chargers fan, I follow that beat a little bit closer than other teams. The way that hmm. Joe Lombardi, who's the new offensive coordinator, describes okay. Mike Williams' role in the offense, yeah, because he was with the Saints, okay. is Michael Thomas. Wow. Okay. So if you have a guy in the yeah. Michael Thomas role, plus you've got Keenan Allen doing right. his own thing, because Keenan Allen yeah. is his own dude. Those two exist in like, separate parts yeah, of the that, field. I believe you said that Mike Williams got 13 targets. Uh, yeah. And Keenan Allen got 12. So mm-hmm. that's And, and Herbert's going to throw the ball 25 tw- times. Mike Williams had 12 and Keenan had, uh, let me check, 13. So swap it. But yeah. Same, yeah. Wow. But still, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, if those targets are going to remain there, man. You might consider starting both those guys. Absolutely. Um, and then I see you have this uh, Baltimore running back on your bench, Tyson Williams. He with 18 points. He he must have had a real. He long had a 35 yard huh? touchdown run in the, the first touchdown of the game, and he that's another uh, one of those guys okay. where he hit it. And man, but the way I'm hearing it playing out is that mm-hmm. with Latavius Murray now on the team, they've got Devontae and Le'Veon Devontae Freeman, that is, uh, and Le'Veon Bell on the practice squad. Okay. I don't think you make much out of those guys. Murray obviously dressed on the team after just a couple days. Right. Um, but the way that the offense was laid out to begin the season was you got J.K. Dobbins, you got Gus Edwards, and they both have a role. Now they're saying you got Tyson Williams mm-hmm. and you got Latavius Murray, and they both have a role. So I do think both of those guys are like running back three flex guys. Uh, hopefully he can continue to stay involved in the offense and right. you know be a useful piece. Here's a uh, last thing I'll say about this matchup here is um, Devonte Adams, who was projected for 22, he he ends up getting 10.6, and I would guess that was the highest. Packer. Packer. I would think so. So that's if, for me. If I have him, that's encouraging. Although it's a bad performance th- to see that they played that bad, and yeah. he still managed to get you ten points. That's uh, you know seven well, targets, five catches. That's that the production will be there for him to in go the along with what I said about uh, Monday and Rogers having a big game. You can expect Adams. Oh yeah. And Jones. Yep. And maybe Tunyon. Yeah. And uh, the other pieces to be involved and have a good game. And I, I right. do think they're going to come out and they're going to. Get their swagger back against Detroit. Right. So, so Eth ends up getting the win, one thirty-one to one hundred eight. Derek, uh, do you want to nominate the MVP for his team? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, it's got to be Antonio Brown. I mean, I he, that was his agree. that was his second highest scoring guy behind Russell Wilson, but he doubled up uh, his projection. Yeah, went went over his projection, and he he looks like he is a B. Like he's yeah. yes, he's a little bit older, and he's not going to do some of the things he did five years ago. But he's yep. 
I mean, that he's team's gonna, so good. Yeah, he's going to thrive regardless because of all the, Freaking you know. Tom Brady, Brady throwing just, the ball. Yeah, he can just throw it in someone somewhere. Um, okay, let's move on to the double name change matchup. And should we also, is this maybe, no, nah, that wasn't the matchup of the week. Maybe, I don't know what the matchup of the week would have been, honestly. Yeah, it's nothing tough in the really. first week. Yeah, nothing really jumps out. Um, so we have Lawson Bit My Hair, who is DJ. And DJ, you're going to have to explain that in the thread if you uh, don't mind. And then Also, you- should we add Lawson <laughs> to the league? <laughs> if Lawson can find a person to pair up to make it an even 12. 12-team 12 league, we'll Lawson and Dave Bum. There we go. <laughs> Dave Bum will make all his picks facing away from everyone <laughs> at the draft. Uh, sorry, Dave Bone, if you happen to listen to this, I know you're probably not <laughs> like that anymore. Um, and then, Bart, I would also like you to explain your new name. You fant touch this. I just want to hear you explain it for fun. <laughs> I think we all get it. Um, and honestly, uh, pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know you probably looked it up online, and it's a miracle that you know it took you like however long to, to come <laughs> up with that name. Uh, but you came up with it in the end. I think it would have been equally as funny if you just kept your team name Zeke Squad for the whole year. <laughs> That's true. And like just pretend that it had that, nothing to do with Ezekiel Elliott. That would have been funny. Um, so, but so DJ gets the win here, 154 points, uh, just below his projection. Uh, Bar with an absolute stinker as well um, to to fall in. The only person points. that barely outscored me. Bar and Bars. Shining light here was Corey freaking Davis, believe yeah. it or not, with 26 points. Everybody else on his team uh, basically didn't meet their projection. Um, a ton of guys didn't even come close. Aaron Jones, Barkley. Uh, that might you be You got a problem with Barkley, headache. my friend. Yeah, and I see now he's questionable, I'm guessing. And uh, and I, I was know. looking today, I was as browsing teams just to kind of get a feel for what people, who made moves and such, oh. and Barr is not deep. His Did bench, he make any moves, even? Uh, yeah, I don't up? think so. His bench is like, okay, you got Odell Beckham, who's out and has not been that good the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. You've got Emmanuel Sanders on a new team, which I think he's an okay wow. piece. You've got Austin Hooper as a backup tight end. <laughs> sure, fine. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know that he'd be one I'd be rostering. Trey Sermon, who was a healthy scratch last week, although now he's going to be forced into playing. Um, so you right. might have something there. David Johnson, who had 11 points because he caught a touchdown, but yeah, it's no, David Johnson on the freaking Texans. Yeah, the, and then the Nelson Aguilar, who I will him. say is a good – that's a good player to have on your bench. You're just not deep at the right positions. But, no. Um, he, he, Barkley is – looking at that line, 10 carries for 26 bleh. yards. That reminds me so many times of me seeing like that same sort of line. So, and yeah, it just makes me sick to um, my stomach. We didn't touch on it with, with Ethan's team, and Barkley's kind of in the same situation. Both the, yeah. the Giants and Steelers offensive lines look oh, not good yeah, to run the ball. Right. Yep. So yeah, the Steelers receivers, I know Deontay Johnson had like 700 targets, it seemed. Um, and you yeah. know, with the Giants, I think um, Sterling Shepard had a really good Shepherd game. Shepard had a lot of Ma- targets. Maybe yep. you try to get those guys out there rather than these running backs. Yeah. Although I'm not sure who Barr puts in as an RB2 if he doesn't play Barkley. I mean, if those guys, if both those guys can live up to their potential, it's scary, but seeing kind of what their floor looks like, oh boy, that's yeah. that could be a Barr. You might be up for a long year, although, and I, you know, Noah Fant looks, it looks like he did pretty good, um, but truly other than that, I mean, I guess your kicker. I see what you did there. You're not going to. Truly other yeah, than that. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> and that brings me to our first ad break. We have truly uh, hard seltzers and uh, berry punches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pick them up at your local grocer. Um, <laughs> back to the content here. We got DJ's team. He really popped off starting Thursday with Dak Prescott. Yeah. 
Dak, Amari, Zeke. Zeke had a bad yeah. game, obviously, 5.9 points. I, I don't – I read nothing into that. Yeah. Dak threw the ball yeah. for 403 yards. Zeke was – he looked okay out there. Mm-hmm. I know Tony Pollard had some touches early, but I He'll think in fine. different – yeah, I'm not worried about that, which scares me for playing DJ's team yeah. because his the top half of his lineup, his top three mm-hmm. running backs, quarterback, and his top – run, yeah, running back and three wide receivers are great. Yeah, Tight end, running back two, and now flex. Obviously, Mostert's gone for the year, so who mm-hmm. he decides to bring off the bench yeah. um, will be interesting. <laughs> Mostert is – oh, my God. It's it's like – Every year. Yeah, it's just like watching the same little clip over. It's like total total deja vu with yeah, that guy. It's absolutely. Unbelievable. Just Mostert, hang it up, bud. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like him more and more every uh. year. But I think this is it. I think I'm done. <laughs> yeah, no, he he shouldn't like football anymore. <laughs> yeah. Raheem Mostert, um, young or yeah, young way as Heath kindly pointed out to me at the draft, ended up with six points, um, and he scored the only points for that team. So he's that team's MVP. He's uh, not DJ's he's MVP. He's not DJ's MVP. That goes to Amari Cooper. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. 38.9 yep. points, high score, Agreed. 139 yards on 13 catches, which I believe was a career high. Two receiving touchdowns. Uh, I don't think he gets that every week, but I do think he's the best pure wide receiver on the Cowboys. I know C.D. Lamb's going to flash, and he's going to have big games where he outperforms yeah. uh, Amari Cooper, but Amari Cooper is the real deal. He's a legit one in the NFL. So, so we we, stay, we touched on it with my matchup against Stacey. She got 210 points. I don't know if we actually said that aloud. She scored 210 points. So That's a lot. Again, I think – has she scored 200 She did. Before? I believe last okay. year she joined yeah. the club. I yep. thought she had joined the club. So so we, we welcome her to the club again. Um but then between Derek and Ethan, neither of those guys reached their projection. Uh, DJ, like I said, just fell short of his projection bar, obviously not even close. Um, and I'm I'm just looking ahead here. The next matchup where I think we're going to do, neither of those guys really hit their projections either. Um, and then the final one we'll get to, uh, Jake, he also scored 200 points. Um, so that's kind of weird. Not a lot of projections being met, and if they were, they got absolutely blown. Yeah, out of yeah. The water. It looks. It sounds like the only two people um, that exceeded their projections, you yeah, know, exceeded them by fifty. Yes, they put an exclamation <laughs> point on it. Yeah. Um, so did you? Yeah, you said the MVP. Yep. So let's move on to Heath, who is cracking skulls. His sort of. Uh, that's his go-to. Name. Yep. Yeah, there's nothing like wrong it. with that. Uh, versus, how do you like me now in Evan? Which is his go-to because he Which loves Toby Keith. <laughs> yep. Evan's go-to is whatever his team name was before. Um, <laughs> but not Evan's team. he has team. to change it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He'll probably never make it Evan's team. So, uh, let's see. This was the closest one, and I guess in hindsight, we would call this the matchup of the week just based on the yes. score. Um, but we we probably never would have called it that leading into no, it. No, no. Um, but, so, let's see. Heath ends up getting the win by about 11 points, 144 to 133. Um Justin Herbert not quite hitting his projection there. C.D. Lamb, though, making up for the difference there, it looks like, um, by exceeding his. Same thing with Cooper Cup. Oh, no, Jerry Judy's on IR. He's done, man. Whoa. Six to eight weeks, high ankle sprain. Um, he looked good, too, before. I mean, obviously, you see six for 72, yeah. 13 fantasy points. Looked uh, good. Definitely was, there, definitely was the guy that was most targeted early on, uh, most explosive guy. No, Cortland Sutton's back from an injury, and – he is mm-hmm. more prototypical NFL one, but Judy can run routes with the best of them. Yeah. Uh, it's going to hurt Heath's team, but it might hurt the Broncos a little bit more. Right. Um, yeah, that's gonna that is going to hurt his team. I Look at his running at his backs, bench. like two guys that are that are absolute stallions, and neither yeah. one of them yep. close to their projection. He, lo- yeah, looking at that, 
Um, I'm thinking he sort of got a little bit lucky here to get the win. Mm -hmm. Um, Cooks with a good day. Man, that guy is... Brandon Cooks is... He's locked in as a top 20 wide receiver no matter who he's playing with, no matter who's throwing the ball. 100 yards a week. He's been on like nine different teams in the NFL. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Heath's kicker with a great day. Defense, I'm thinking if I'm Heath, I'm probably just starting Pittsburgh the rest of the way after seeing what they did with Buffalo. Yeah. Unless they're playing like the – okay, they do play the Chiefs in Week 16. Well, yeah. Um, there's like a handful of teams that they're playing. I'd maybe think of play, benching Playing them the Vikings against the Bengals that made in sense. theory made sense, but it also yep. was a little too cute because you drafted yep. Pittsburgh. I'll say if this. If you're going to stream defense, don't don't waste a pick on one. Yeah, I'll say this. If I were Heath, I would have done the exact same thing if I had both those defenses. Fair. But now I'm starting Pittsburgh. Yeah, every, I'm, not, every playing, I'm not playing with it. I'm just, I'm just going to – yeah, I agree. Um, Looking at let's look at Ev's team. Uh, if I can figure out how to do that, get back to that. <laughs> okay, Lamar Jackson with 18 points. Um, I think he, well, he had a couple fumbles, yeah. so that probably hurt him a little bit. Justin Jefferson, uh, not his best game. No, I mean good good targets. So they, you're encouraged the, by that, but for whatever reason, well, game. I guess because the Vikings and uh, Bengals went to overtime and that was a close game. They had it on the red zone a lot, and there was this guy Osborne. I don't know his first name. Uh, I guess he's a second year, he's maybe still an the show. He, he was just every time someone caught the ball, I'm like, oh, it's Jefferson or it's Thielen, yeah. and oh, it was this Osborne guy, and I don't think he had a great uh, line, but I want to say he had like seven catches, yeah. um, which obviously ate in Jefferson's workload. He didn't score a touchdown. Uh, Adam mm-hmm. Thielen scored two. Yeah, makes you wonder if he's going to be a red zone threat at all. Um, I'm glad to see someone else uh, dealing with Julio this year. Yeah, Julio, I mean, I get why he's starting him, and he's probably going to start him most weeks. Yeah, but, you have to. But, yeah, I mean, eventually you might want to reconsider if he keeps doing what it's, that is. It's there, like this. This is. is how this is how fantasy football is especially, but, like, how the NFL and certain teams are. If you put just a picture of Julio Jones, <laughs> put his combine picture, no shirt or whatever, yeah. and then you put a picture – of Cole Beasley, who Evan also started, and you said, which one of these had a better day on Sunday in the NFL? Yeah. Who are you picking? Certainly not Cole Beasley. Not not Cole Beasley, but as you say, he had the better day. He um, sure did. Dalvin Cook with 20 points. That's what and he was gifted. He was gifted a touchdown. Um, I think it was Jefferson caught a ball and took it down inside the like three-yard line, and Cook cashed it in. Other nice. than that, he didn't have a great game either. Yeah, um, game I, script. I kind of skipped over Claypool there, but he got 10 points. That's you know under his projection, but he's going to be right in that neighborhood somewhere yeah. between 10 and 18, probably Joe, every week. Joe Mixon, who I read it was the Bengals, um, you know, preseason or, or camp MVP. Popped off for 25 points. Um, I'm sure that sort of extended game helped him a little bit. Yeah. Because I don't know. He, I mean, he, he has 29 rushes for 27 have, yards. They That's, have no other running backs. Like Samaj P. Ryan and maybe a rookie or something like that. But yeah. they, they want Joe Mixon to play as many snaps as he can Joe, play healthy. Yeah. Joe, that's a, Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook is a pretty good It's a, it's a nasty there. duo, yes. Yeah. Um, Robbie Gold with 14 points. Hell yeah. PSU. Um, and then he's got Chark on his bench who had 12 targets so yeah. only three catches. Yeah, that's that. And, and is I'm, that just rookie QB plays? Is that what that is, you think? I didn't watch any of that game. so It I don't is. Know. They were playing from behind, so they were kind of airing it out. I, a lot, okay. I, I've heard conflicting thoughts from the fantasy people that are saying some people like Chark the most, some people like him the least. Mm-hmm. I still tend to lean LaVisca, and that's maybe because I have him, but also because I think his floor is the safest. Like I think How he, did he do? He did okay. Not, okay. I think, like 10, 11 points, something okay. like that. Like five, five for 40 or something like that. So, yeah. But I think he's going to get the most, like, close to the line of scrimmage targets, and in PPR, that is important. Right. 
Uh, looks like Jalen Waddle had caught a, a long decent touchdown. Day. Or yeah, I guess caught a touchdown is more what it is. Four catches, one for a touchdown. Um, Gasecki with the sort of a bum day. I don't know why I'm reading Evans bench players. Um, <laughs> I will say, looking at Heath's bench, I do like Kenneth Gainwell. He he scored a rush touchdown. He also got a passing, a receiving touchdown called back uh, for an illegal man downfield penalty. Ooh. Otherwise, Gainwell's looking at twenty plus points. Yeah. Uh, people in Philly and fantasy community love Kenneth Gainwell. So Heath, that's a guy that. Uh, fortunately, you have him on your bench, and if you want to yeah. give him away for peanuts, you know where to come to. <laughs> good, that's a good pick, Heath. Good pick. Um, do you want to nominate? Oh, MVP. Yeah, nominate um, I MVP. think it's obviously yeah. Joe Mixon. He's He was the high scorer and most wait, wait, impactful wait. player. That's on Ev's team, though. Oh, I'm it? sorry. Yeah, you're right. You are right. <laughs> but that was the highest score that's, of that's, the whole match. That's up, Evan's MVP. That's Evan's MVP, but sorry, Ev, you still lost. Yeah, uh, then we're going to we're gonna flip it to Cooper Cup. Yep. Um, who had a double, not quite double, you know, like yeah, well, uh, well, exceeded. well over his yeah, and it, a lot yep. of it was a long touchdown where it was a blown coverage, but mm-hmm. um, it cashed in because Ev still had Lamar Jackson um, and Mark Andrews to play on Monday Night Football, so that mm-hmm. extra cushion was what gave Heath the advantage. Yep. So Heath moves to one and zero, and I believe he sits in third place. Fourth place? Fourth place, Fourth I place, think. yep, fourth place. Um, final matchup, pickle in my butthole, uh, <laughs> who is Jeff versus Christian Mingle. That's Jake. Which um, is a great play on Christian McCaffrey. Yep, I'll give you that. Yep, great play there. Um, Kyler Murray, great day. Dominant. Ridley with a subpar day. Um, I know everyone's expecting more out of that guy. Um, who knows if we'll see it or not, though. Chris Godwin, great day. Um, Robbie Anderson right around where he should be. Christian McCaffrey right around where he should be and that's, that's a, a bad 27 game. That's points a bad game which is saying McCaffrey. a lot. I've heard yeah. the I've heard the um I don't know it's not an expression. I've heard people say that when you draft Christian McCaffrey, you're actually drafting two players. And it's totally true. Yeah. His line, both his rushing line where he ran what's it say here? He had 98 rushing yards mm-hmm. and 89 receiving yards. Yep, that's that is catches. a good running back day and a good wide receiver day. That's so true. He didn't score. He scored 27.7 yeah. points and didn't wow. score. I just assume I didn't look at his line till now. I just assumed there was a touchdown in there. That's that right there great. is your argument against PPR. Yeah, I that, like he had a he, he had nine. a great game, but he got nine free points for just being the yep. guy that was closest for to Sam clo- Darnold. Yep, for being yep exactly. Um, Maybe we make it half point. Uh, I'm just kidding. Hmm. Melvin Gordon. Maybe uh, we make it 10 point PPR. <laughs> the, scores the scores are in the thousands. Yeah. Uh, Melvin Gordon with a great day, 21 points. But as we were sort of discussing before the the before we got on air here, um, don't he look a, at this. Don't look at Darren Waller because I don't know okay. if it's on your stats. Uh, How many targets did Darren Waller get on Monday I, night? I, I already 19. Saw it. I never would have guessed. <laughs> 19 that. targets. I saw. I think a, a meme online of someone like. Saying basically, Derek Carr's brain. Like, what should I do? Throw it to the open receiver? Or throw it to Darren Waller with like four people on him? I saw the uh, give someone that looks at you like Derek Carr looks yeah. at Darren Waller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nineteen targets. That is ridiculous. He caught ten of them for a hundred and five yards, uh, hundred five yards and a touchdown. He, the, you know, it's funny. Him and McCaffrey's receiving lines are like basically identical when yeah. you look at you know yards per catch there. And then Debo Samuel, who I would probably call Jake's MVP. He is the MVP by far. Jump the shark or whatever, but he uh, is. 
Yep, 32 points. Him with 12 targets, 9 catches, 189 yards and a touchdown. He is because just bonkers. based on how Jake has it laid out, and I know that you put people in your flex or your positions based on when the game's played and all that stuff, but based on Jake has it laid out, Debo was his flex. So he was he was yeah. more confident, according to his, how he put right. people in, in Robbie Anderson than Debo. Yeah. And Debo did – he doubled yeah. up his uh, projection – 189 in a receiving touchdown, 189 yards out of Debo, Ridiculous. who's not necessarily known as a big play threat. That guy's just slippery, I think, right? Yeah, he, he's, he just makes he, and he's moves physical after too. The play. Like if you're yeah. gonna try, like a corner trying to tackle the 49ers wide receivers, both Ayuk and Samuel. Yeah, not the kind of guys you want to try to square up in the open field. Just looking at Jake's bench real quick, and Jake, welcome to the 200 point club, my friend. Because um, he, he gets 204 there. The club is growing every year. An extra year and, 97 points on the bench. So oh that's what gosh. I was going to say. It it appears to me, just looking at this without doing the math, that he could have played fucking anyone, anyone and won. still would have yeah. gotten 200 points. Yeah. So absolutely bravo. Great performance. <laughs> Jeff, man, tough. You know, nothing you could have done. 130 points. That's not good at all, but... Yeah, you yeah. you ran into a buzzsaw. You ran into a buzzsaw just like I did. You would have beat like two other teams. You also got zero out of Brandon Ayuk, which yep. no, I'm I have him in another league, and yeah. I'm totally baffled at what's going on. They said first it's a little bit of this nagging hamstring, but then it's he needs to learn how to be a pro. That yeah. scares me because what does it take to be a pro? He was fucking good last year. What yeah. do they need out of him? Like, it, it, yeah, it makes Shanahan is too cute. He wants a lot of like focus on him being this good coach. Because he, it doesn't matter who's running the ball; they're always good. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's on defense; they have a good scheme. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is, whether it's Jimmy or Trey Lance; they're going to make the playoffs. People yeah. like them as a dark horse Super Bowl contender, and he's trying to prove a point by basically putting Brandon Ayuk on the bench right. and running Trent Sherfield out in front of him. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to make of any of that. To be honest with you, I don't think that comes as a surprise to anyone. No. Um, so I'm just looking looking at Jeff's team. Other than the Ayuk thing there, and and he certainly has options on his bench. Yeah, None he actually is like deep great. at wide receiver. Um, yeah, looking at None how of them performed yeah, well. looking at how they performed, I don't know, but yeah, so Will Fuller will be back this week. He was suspended. Um, Cortland Sutton now is definitely the one in, in Denver, although the hype is on Tim Patrick um, and KJ Hamler's getting some run. Okay, uh, but I do nice. think Cortland Sutton again, body type. He'll be. He, a, he's he'll a be one. A he's he's the he's the the kind of one you want on your team. Right. Hamler's the speed guy. Hamler is like a Hollywood Brown. Yeah. Um, Thielen with a great day. Of course, Kelsey with a great day. Um, other than that, that's about it. Um, oh, Nick Chubb with a pretty great day as well. And Nick Chubb was, I want to say, near the goal line again late in that game. Um, and I don't remember yeah. what exactly happened, but I because I have some stake in him elsewhere as well. He ended up with two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, very well could have been more. Um, so, yeah, Jeff, I'm not really concerned with him long-term or anything, but like you said, he ran into a buzzsaw. Sure. Um, so just to run down our, our league standings after one week only, of course, but Stacy off to a flaming hot start. Uh, 210 points, sits at 1-0. Uh, hot on her tails is Jake at 204 points, 1-0. Uh, then we get back into the realm of where we live here on Earth. Um, <laughs> it might D- take me three weeks to get to 210 points. <laughs> D- uh, DJ is in third, Heath is in fourth, and Ethan is in fifth. That's the 1-0 teams. Sixth sits Evan. Um, Jeff is in seventh. I'm in eighth. Barr is in ninth. And uh, Derek sits in last. Hey, I got used to being there the past couple years. Last year I had a little bit of a better year. You know, I had... I, 
I like a challenge. I'll fight out of the basement. We'll see what happens. It's week one. Nobody should really be worried hey, except for somebody honestly, had to be Ellen one. Who I, I think <laughs> he's gonna he's not gonna listen to it. But I, it, Evan's team is the one I would be mo more concerned about than anyone. And he, I don't think Barr's team is very deep. So Barr yeah, Barr doesn't Barr. have a terrible starting yeah. lineup. Although right. his running back situation's iffy with Barkley. But I think uh, one injury to Barr's team could totally derail that. Yeah. And he's not generally a guy to make a big splash trade, no, so he won't. He really won't do that, and he's he really won't do many waiver moves either. <laughs> no. He definitely won't do any like proactive or preemptive waiver moves. He he will reactively pick someone up who's usually shittier than someone <laughs> he could have gotten, you know, a week or two before. Yeah, you're right about that. Like trolling the wire a little bit. Um, but so yeah, that concludes our matchup. With that recap. being said, do we want to talk about the transactions? Yeah, we'll we talk can do about that. The... Sure. So I'll I'll go through them. I got them here, um, and you can Pull give me up. a feedback on what you think. Yep. Um, so I won't know anything about. <laughs> based on priority, I was number one, and I took this Elijah Mitchell for the 49ers. Yep. He's supposed to be the bell cow for the time being. Although, like I just mentioned with Shanahan, he does some weird, ridiculous, cute shit. Yep. Um, I sent Justin Jackson, who I picked up to kind of spell Austin Eckler if Eckler didn't play. However, it was a lot of Larry Roundtree anyhow, so it didn't matter. So yeah. Justin Jackson's back out there. Um, Solid move. Brian yeah. Blank Space now is his name. He yeah. added Rob Gronkowski and dropped Russell Gage. A good move on his part. Yep. Uh, Jeff added Mark Ingram and dropped Sonny Michelle. Ingram had a good game based on volume, but how many games are the Texans going to lead in where Mark Ingram's yeah. going to just run the clock out? We'll see. Yep. Um, Evan yeah. added the Browns defense and uh, lost the Carolina defense. A good pickup, especially for this week. Yep. And bravo he, to him for being active on the way. Yes, good job, good Ev. Good job, Ev. I would love to picture that you, I know these processed at 3.13 a.m. I would love to picture Evan waking up at 3.13 <laughs> just to check on it. He sets his waiver along. <laughs> i got to get my waiver in. Heath uh, has been reading the tea leaves on Rondale Moore, and he added him. Uh, Heath also dropped nice. um, the that? Vikings defense. <laughs> He's the Cardinals like slot guy. Okay, gotcha. And he's a rookie, and he's fr he's from Purdue. He's a good player. Okay. Um, the Cardinals have a lot of wide receivers. Yeah. Here's the thing: Rondell Moore played only 13 snaps. Okay, that he had five targets in those 13 snaps. Okay. So that's encouraging. Yes, that is one of those like good pickup. You can see the trend, and once he gets to play in 40, 50 snaps in that four wide receiver offense, that's the other thing is they they play four wide. They don't use a tight end in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, then we got. Uh, Lawson bit my hair, added Zach Pascal, dropped Jameson Crowder. Sure, fine. Um, I added the Cardinals defense and dropped the Colts, which Arizona, yeah, Chandler Jones good. had five sacks, and yeah. they have two decent matchups the next couple weeks. Uh, Heath also added Tua as okay. a backup quarterback. Nice. DJ added Chris Boswell as a kicker. Nice. Uh, Heath added Sterling Shepard and dropped Henry Ruggs. These yep. are... Potentially post waivers running because that was at five yeah, seventeen a.m. So yeah, good for so. you, Heath, getting up at five o'clock in the morning and making some scouring that. Yeah. Um, DJ dropped Raheem Mostert, which is irrelevant. Jeff added the Saints' defense and dropped the Ravens, which is bold. Um, yeah. And, and Jeff yeah. also added Joe Burrow. Um, and I believe when I was looking at Jeff's team earlier, he has Joe Joey B in its starting quarterback right now. I don't blame him. After, no. after seeing what Tannehill did. Jeff was did. the last guy. Yeah, he was the last guy to pick quarterback. He picked Tannehill. Tannehill's yeah. going to have great games, but not every game's going to be great. Right. So let's look forward to week two. We have uh, the seventh and eighth teams, me versus Jeff, or Jeff versus me, rather. Um, four and five play, Heath versus Ethan. Uh, one versus three, Stacy versus DJ. 
Um, Derek, you're matched up versus Evan, 10 versus 6. And then 9 versus 2, Barr versus uh, Jake. What do you think the matchup of the week is here? I think it's pretty obvious to me. What do you think it is? I think it's Stacy versus DJ. That's what I think too. Uh, it's and, obviously and definitely looking at projections, they're right, they're right yep. there with each other. Yep, it should be close. Both teams had great weeks last week. You and um, Jeff have a close projection. Ours is pretty close too. And yeah. Evan and I will. Evan has a defense on his roster. They're just not in the starting spot yet. Yep. So between me and Jeff, one of us will get the first win on the year. Same um, with uh, Evan and I. Yep. Same with you and Evan, and then. Uh, DJ and like, Stacy will suffer a loss, yeah, one of those one of two, as well as Ethan and Heath. Heath and Heath, yep. The the only real um, shake-up or, or non-shake-up is uh, if Could Jake, Jake just put Barr out of his misery this week? Uh, yeah, possibly. <laughs> He's projected for 160. Jake might take him out back of the shed and just old yeller his ass. Barr, I mean, you got to have a lot go right for you, buddy, at this point. Watch you know. Saquon go for like... 130 and three touchdowns. <laughs> he, he, he's capable. That's what's so frustrating about Saquon is you know he's got every, the tools. I don't know. Look, watching some of their games before, I think a lot of it is the lack of like creative play calling or, or getting him the ball. In creative their offense ways. is like it's not good. The line Jason Garrett's suck. not a good coordinator. They don't have a good offensive line. They've got weapons on the outside. Daniel Jones isn't great. Yeah. Um. He's just on a bad. Do you team. think? Here's here's the thing. It's washed up. Sa- maybe. Saquon has been. Unhealthy most of his career. Yeah. Yep. Do the Giants extend him? Do they? Oh, I don't know. Just let Who him knows? walk. Does he want? I'm, I'm. My guess Who is knows? that Saquon will be willing to walk oh, I bet and take less be, yeah. money elsewhere to prove that he's an NFL caliber player. I don't think. I believe you. He right. does not strike me as a guy who money means everything. Is his contract up this year? I believe this would be the year they'd have to add his fifth year option. Okay, so if I were him, I'd be trying to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere that has a, like a respectable Unfortunately, on that situation, he doesn't have game. much say on it. If the team yeah. accepts the fifth-year option, he has to stay. Oh, okay, he, he can't like say, I'm, I, he could hold out, but for what? Okay, so your question is, okay, I see. And Does I the team want to do it? Because the team is, they're like hmm. in a rebuilding purgatory. Yeah. Like they haven't been any better or any worse and than like we, six or seven wins for the last five or six years. I guess the question ultimately would come down to like, what would it cost them to do that? I don't. I know can't what that imagine would be. what he what the price that he would want them to pay him on an extension. Okay, so it is like, okay. Well, his fifth year, the fifth year number's locked in. Okay. So if they say we yes, we're going to keep you for your fifth year, they likely will because of his talent where they drafted him. Okay. Um, but, but that number's that, already built in. But after really that, okay. will they say, hey, we'll do three years, 100 mil, 70 guaranteed. That's a pretty damn good number for a running back. Mm-hmm. But he could go elsewhere and say, I'll play for two or three years on 60 yeah. mil. Boy, I'd love for him to go to the Steelers. <laughs> that would be cool. It would be cool, but totally not. And if they not... got a better offensive line yeah. in the meantime, somehow. Well, I'll tell you what, they uh, they let Alejandro Villanueva go. Yeah. And he looked like shit for the Ravens. Oh, so, did he? Yeah. Good. They let Matt Filer go to the Chargers, and he looked excellent. Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Pouncey retired. Let's see. Do we? What else should we get into here? Um. Yeah, we'll leave the matchup breakdowns. I'll do a quick one on uh, probably Friday whenever the matchups are a little more set up or whatever. Yeah, who knows what's, um, what's going to Because, yeah, a lot of things can change between now there. and then. Yeah. Um, do you have a trade you need to offer me? <laughs> so, <laughs> I... Um, first. Maybe. Un- Actually, unnamed team to myself. I- I'm going to leave them out of this. Unnamed team to myself have been in trade discussions. Uh-huh. I'm open to the idea of acquiring... Um, 
another wide receiver. That comes okay. to no surprise. Maybe. No, um, it's, yeah, it's no surprise, honestly. I, I was in a situation in the draft hmm. that seemed like running backs or decent valued running backs continued to fall to me. Where I picked Chris Carson is not necessarily where I normally would have stuck on a third running back. Right. Um, but the value is too high there. So I am interested in a third wide receiver. However... I don't have any specific trades. I didn't. I, I briefly glanced. Okay. At, I briefly glanced at everybody's team to see who you had. You were seeing team needs. Yes, I was okay. seeing who had. And that th- makes sense. Three or four wide receivers that may be willing to part out. Um, you know, I've I've got hmm. established running backs, and then I've got some these new riskier guys, and then I have Naheem Hines, who is solid. I guess had a yeah. good game this week. Yeah, that guy's. I fully expect he him to have a good like. week this week because they're playing a good defense. Um, he ca- see. He and, so and they're just going to dump, dump, dump to him. I think they play the Rams. Yeah, they, they do, do play the Rams, yep. Uh, okay, well, we'll talk. We can talk off air. I do like some of you guys, of course, but I don't know that I'll like what I have to pay to get them. So. Well, and I'm not the least bit concerned with my team, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm not good, either. So. When I look at my when like I look I said, at my team. There's only two guys that should be concerned. Realistically, yeah. Bar. I, I know you listen to these. I think you're in, you might be in trouble, buddy. <laughs> you might be in some deep shit, dude. You got three guys on your bench that got you zero points last week. <laughs> and you barely managed to hundo. Yeah, unfortunately, Bar, I hope Jaren's league went better for you because <sighs> not a, not off to a running no, start here. No, he got kicked here. out of that league, remember? They booted him. Oh. Jaren booted him. Wow. That's what he gets for running his mouth about other leagues. Also, Bar, I got a bone to pick with you. I'm going to air you out on this podcast. Air him out. Because you said to me over this weekend in a text message, not this weekend, the past week, you said, I'll let you know if I'll be up on Sunday. You did not let me know. But you told DJ who told me. Oh, The drama. The drama here. You left me out to dry. What are you You doing, Bar? You texted me on Saturday night. You knew I was in bed. But you, you texted me and you said... How did Penn State do? <laughs> I don't have good service. Oh, I could tell you how they did, Bar. They so I texted them back that they won, and that was that, basically. That was very nice to me. I know you have Google. You could Google yeah. that. <laughs> bar, that's classic Bar. Like, go through so much more rigor- rigmarole to get your information that you're looking for instead of literally just Googling it. Or going to ESPN. Just type ESPN into Google and click it. <laughs> Instead, you're going to text. Oh, that's funny. Hey, if you just want to pop in and say hi, I have no problem with just, hey, man, how's it going? I hope you're having a good time at the races with your pops. Mm-hmm. I assume your pops. Maybe you're on a hot date. Maybe he is on a hot date. Maybe that's why his team sucks. He's, his focus is elsewhere. Well, that doesn't explain the last, like, five years. <laughs> well, oh, wait, he made the finals last yeah, year. Let's give him his flowers here. He made the <laughs> finals. whoop de doo Second place, first loser. <laughs> Great job, Chris. Well, they say this to high school teams all the time. Only one team ends the year with a victory. Yep. If not, yep. It's like what was it all for? I hear people on ESPN and Sports Center or whatever talking about this and that team. Oh, they won the AFC Championship game in 1997, and all that tells me is they lost the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I don't fucking remember I, any I, player on that team. So when I was young, like. When I first started watching and sort of vaguely understanding football and like what the teams were, mm-hmm. the Steelers had made maybe back-to-back AFC championships with Cordell Stewart, like 95, right. 96, yeah, and I was okay. like just old enough. And I'm like, 
they didn't mm. fucking win. Why does everybody yep. care? But it was yep. I didn't you know I didn't realize they had four Super Bowls in the seventies because I was you know but a twinkle in my unknown father's eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's in this league of all leagues, it's championship or or bust. You know, so. there's a belt hanging in this this yep. residence right now that says mm-hmm. you know that's the that's the bigger picture. Yep. So focus up, Chris. Focus up, bud. We need you full focus. I know you're. Your new position at Ollie's is taking a lot out of you, but we need you to focus. We'd love to have you here on the next podcast, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I, again, just putting this out there, will be unavailable on the next two Tuesdays. Okay. Um, Wednesday, be- book it bar. Same with you, DJ. We we and we're uh, I'm open to if we got to go to a different location, we can go to a different location. It doesn't yeah, have to be here. I mean, we can true. do it at bars or at DJs or, you know. At the library, maybe not at the library. They might not like the colorful language. No, they probably wouldn't like that too much (laughs) unless they were willing to sponsor us or something and we could, you know. I had another sponsor. Oh, I remember who. Um, Let's shout out the uh, Andrew Starr Realtor. Okay. Um, I drove by the sign. He's trying to sell the strawberry tree. Um, So if anybody wants to buy the strawberry tree, make sure you contact Big Andy. Wow, that's. I wonder why they're selling that. I think it's just because they're what's old. What's his name? Yeah, I was going to say, what's that guy's name? Hildred. Wow. Hildred. Hildred Rolls. Hildred, Hildred and Carolyn. Yeah, because they live in that other really fucking old house at the other end. The of old town. strawberry tree. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> wow. Well, hey, Andrew, good luck selling yeah, it. Yeah, I actually sure don't mean that sell. at all. I'm sure you'll listen to this too. I don't mean that at all. Yeah. Uh, Real estate for when every other career has failed. Dude, I know. Like, t- talk about just like. <laughs> Is, is there ever been anyone that's been in real estate that's Ooh. just not a white dude, basically, or a white lady? Real estate? That are from money already. You're, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Real estate? That's a check. career you buy. Pyramid scheme. Check. Oh. Because he, he's done that. Oh, okay. That whole deal, too. So, <laughs> okay. So what else? What's the what's the third pillar of... Um, the third pillar is this. Entitled you, white person. I'll tell you exactly what it is. A... Uh, like, probably midlife crisis, which evolves into you joining a literal cult. Because if you've already fallen prey to a pyramid scheme, oh, you'll you're do way susceptible to be, you know, like what are your opinions on becoming blood a, or sucking someone's toes? It's you know, like a yoga, yoga instructor. Yeah, exactly. What are my opinions on becoming one? Like, like is that like a midlifey crisisy thing? Uh very possibly. Very yeah. possibly. Or, or just you know, you're into fitness. Yeah, you're just into fitness. That's usually bar. It seems like most yoga people I know are just. Super do you think into you fitness. could get bar to teach one of your classes at the Y? I would honestly love to. Like if Bar did body pump, I, ever, I would sign up in two. I don't seconds. think I would ever get him to. And honestly, he would probably not be very good at it. Probably at not. teaching a class. He's the total opposite personality, right? You need the guy that's <laughs> like high energy. Yeah. yeah. Bar will be, like, you know, we're gonna we'll do curls, I guess. <laughs> yeah, do them or not, I don't care. I'm gonna do them. <laughs> Whatever weight you want. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. You know, as he's. Adjusting his glasses, he would just, and then <laughs> class would be over, and he would just leave. You know, he just turn the music off and walk out, yeah. and assume everybody knows to just clean your shit up and get out. Yep. Bar, I have the perfect team name. If I beat him by fifty, I can't. I, I don't even want to reveal it here. Uh, don't, know, please I don't. I can't do it. Just I have put all your eggs in that basket and go to work I on his little beat, ass. Yeah, I pray I beat him by that much because I have. I've had it for a few years now, honestly. I've got team names for all you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and on that and now note, I just have to start winning. <laughs> I think we'll play it out. And, Let's uh, play it out. And but, thanks again to our sponsors, Truly, and uh, our future sponsor, the Shaw Library in Clearfield.
time you leave Cause darling I'm a nightmare dressed like a daydream So it's gonna be forever Or it's gonna go down in flames Down in flames, just like your squad Yep, <laughs> yep. It is hilariously appropriate. 